0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ukulele on the Ground podcast. My name is Aldrin Guerrero, joined by Mr. Aaron, the voice, not commercial. Say what's up, Aaron? What's up? And Mr. Kahai, the legend, for again, say what's up, Kahai? What's up? We're here and we're about to uh, start our little Kuala podcast. If you guys have any questions, we are live right now. So type in the chat what you guys uh, want, whatever questions you guys want answered. If you're listening to this podcast um, after it was done live, you can definitely write in, email in or uh, call us at, at a, with some kind of Skype number that we've set up or whatever. That you can leave a voicemail. You can put your uh put your question online and we'll try to answer it as best as we can. If you guys want us to kind of check in um on your form or check in on your ukulele playing, you can uh send us videos as well. We can do that. That's basically how this show works. We try to answer any and all of your awesome questions. Um you regarding ukulele or not regarding ukulele. It's like you know, preferably regarding ukulele, but you can ask us anything, really. And uh if we know it, well we'll tell you the answer. If we don't know it, then you know, we don't we don't know everything, right, guy? Yeah. You know, we we know some things. You know, but not not everything. You know, yeah.
1: You'd be surprised at the things that we do know, right? Yeah, <laughs> we or, know like, a lot about very few things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we
2: actually got like a question, right? And huh? like, or we got a question a couple of weeks ago, but we we're kind of like saving it because, mm-hmm. and we told the person because. Yeah, like, if we also, you know, we know, like, Mike would be yeah. the perfect person to answer something or yeah. another guest that we can get on, then we'll find somebody who, like, can yeah. probably answer your question better than we can. Yeah, do. we
0: can answer your question, but it's just not going to be as good as if Mike was here, you know? Like, that's that's just the way it goes. Like, we can do it, but we know we want to give, like, the best answer possible for you. But, and I mean, if you need the answer, like, right away, let us know if you, you know, if you use this question, it's like, oh, man. You know, my, my life depends on it. You need to answer <laughs> what kind of strings you use. Audrey. And I'm like, oh, oh, my God. You know, like, yeah. I don't want this person's life to be in danger. And I'm like, oh, H-E-X-A-Q strings. <laughs> or, you know. Yeah. So whatever it may be, just let us know. Yeah. Right? Hi. Mm-hmm. So okay, cool. So let's get started. What's the first question, bud?
2: Yeah, we got this question from Kate. And they're saying, uh, I'm planning to go to my first in-person jam this weekend. Ooh. I was wondering if you guys have any tips. I've been playing for about 18 months, mm-hmm. but haven't played with uh, others yet, other than a few Zoom jams. Mm. I mostly play my low G uke, but considering it is likely the majority will be playing high G, mm. would it be better to bring my high G out?
0: Okay, well, it seems like you got a case of uke jam anxiety, you know? Like, it's it's totally normal, but you just have to know that, like, ukulele groups in general are, like, the most welcoming, most warm yeah. people possible. Like, you don't even know. Like, it's, once you go in there and once you, you jam a few songs, you're like, I have no idea what I was worried about. Because, really, all the things that you're saying and stuff, like, low G and all these things that really play with people, all that gone after like the first like three songs like seriously the ukulele community is so warm and so welcoming and so great and i don't even know which ukulele group this is and i'm already sure it doesn't matter you know like i've never gone to an ukulele club or an ukulele group and they're like hey hey you in the back wrong chords or whatever (laughs) wrong strumming pattern or whatever baby i've never ever ever experienced that if you guys have ever had any of those experiences let us know because those are rare you know like i'm not saying it never happened Happens, but it's pretty
2: rare every <laughs> it's like it's just funny to think about like mm. somebody in a group like you're going to a group and you bring a logi and then they're like whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> only high g's <is laughs> here, please. here fix mm-hmm. their ties yeah, and exactly. <laughs> yeah. you know but Hi-G if you, you want to play logi go to that logi ukulele club <laughs> yeah. Across yeah. The, the street. that
0: starts at seven this is a six <laughs> o'clock group you know like it's never like that and um and, and, and we're laughing and we're, we're, because really the ukulele community is so welcoming. I mean, honestly, like, if you just go in there, um, introduce yourself and let them know that this is your first time, you know, playing with a group and stuff, you don't really know how it goes. Um, I'm sure someone will share their music with you and just kind of show you the ropes and stuff, but really just sit down and start jamming. Don't worry about your, you know, your ukulele. I guess as long as you're in tune, but most of the time that doesn't matter either. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, there's yeah. so many ukulele groups that are like, everyone's playing all sorts of tuning today 440 38 39 41 42 like all good (laughs) yeah and
2: i would say too like uh you know like i understand if you just want to bring one because you don't want to worry about yeah but even then you can if you can and you want to you should just bring both your ukes and like Maybe for one song you'll play on the low G, one song you'll play on the high G, you yeah. know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: be, pre- be prepared to talk about those two ukuleles. <laughs> so, like, because yeah. no matter where you bought them from, no matter what brand, no matter what, and be prepared for people to be like, oh, can I see or whatever? Because, <laughs> yeah. Like we said, super warm, super welcoming. They're going to be like, Oh, that's such a nice ukulele. Where'd you get it? Or how would you get it for? What kind of brand is that? What wood and stuff? You know, I mean, you don't have to answer all those if you don't know, but yeah. just be prepared for, for people to be like, ooh, you know, because everyone is, it's, it's such an amazing time. I'm so, I'm so stoked for you, to be honest. If this is your first time <laughs> going to an ukulele club or ukulele group, I am so stoked and so happy for you because that's, that is really like a, a group of people that you're going to be like, man, I should have done that way sooner. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: if it was if it was possible. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I uh, pass, yeah. If over the past 18 yeah. months, right, you probably <laughs> didn't have very many That's true. chances That's true. To, to meet up. But I mean, usually mm. when you it, just mm. ukulele players in general, no matter where we've gone. Yeah have been pretty like unpretentious, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like honestly, they yeah. the if anywhere that you go mm-hmm. ukulele players it seems like they don't take themselves seriously. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just no. in general, yeah. like you know, I'm sure there are a few that really do, yeah. like, you know, but but if you're meeting a group mm-hmm. like chances are that 99% of the people in the group don't <laughs> take themselves very seriously no. just because they chose ukulele as yeah. the, their main instrument. So. Yeah, it's not like some guitar
0: meetup or some, you know, like <laughs> drummer's
1: bass Yeah, yeah. There, are, there are factions yeah. within guitar and you gotta be aligned with a faction. Yeah, so <laughs> this is like, just go,
0: just play. Like, if you don't have the music, I'm sure someone will share with you and then you can ask later, Um, you know, after the, uh, after the group session, like, where can I get music or what music are you guys using? and stuff just it's super friendly don't even worry about it
2: It, yeah and and you're like saying earlier like Mm -hmm. be ready to talk about your geek right yeah i feel like in the guitar community you might like take out a guitar and they'll be like oh you're playing that brand of guitar (laughs) oh yeah you're what what strings are you playing oh you're playing 52s ha i'm playing uh, you know (laughs) and it's like oh okay but, like, even if they ask you, right, like, oh, what brand is that or yeah. what wood is it? Yeah. And you just, like, you're, even like... Even if they never heard yeah.
1: of it, it's, like, oh, where did you get that from? <laughs> yeah. or, or even if you, you don't know, right? Like, yeah. you're, you're, like,
2: well, I, I don't really know what brand this is. I just went into a music store and I picked it up. Uh-huh. They'll yeah. probably be excited to talk to you yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah. And they'll be even more excited if you kind of, like, you know, return it, too, and go, like, oh, what, oh, what is your ukulele? Or what ukulele are you playing? <laughs> mm-hmm. then they'll be, like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm playing this ukulele and
0: I got mm-hmm. it from here. So, yeah yeah, yeah it's, i mean it's it's pretty even if you have uh, the same ukulele i guess especially if you have the same ukulele like oh yeah twinsies look <laughs> like color whatever it's not like oh just the color regular color. i have a color elite or you know it's not, it's not like <laughs> yeah that. you like, never <laughs> you never really hear that i'm sure <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm sure there.
2: you know there there has to be uh, like people who just want to be grumpy in yeah. every group or whatever but yeah yeah, it's, it's probably very rare yeah, that very you'll find it. And, and if you, far between. yeah, if you go to a group and you run into one person like this, probably talk to other people in the group and the other people will be
0: you know great you yeah know. They're like yeah, yeah I just don't mind him he's just yeah yeah that's the guy we get he was a guitar player <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah i mean it's it's really 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 cool and we're super excited for you because just just go there and have fun honestly like leave your worries out the door don't worry about your low g just go in and uh you know ask what the protocol is and stuff like you know do you um, just sit down and just do what they do, really, honest. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, that's the best thing you can do and just go with the flow because that's really what ukulele is. And you're going to find very quickly that it's just like, oh, so we just pick a song and we just jam for, like, mm-hmm. two hours yeah. or whatever, you know? And you said you've done, like, Zoom jams and stuff. It's exactly the same way, you know? Like, um, I- I've been to a couple of Zoom jams and it's mostly, like, you know, people, like, either lead, like, what, you know, what uh, what, what to jam and stuff. I've, I've been to Lenny's one. And, um, you know, I've been to ones where like, it's kind of like open mic style where like, okay, cool. Who goes next or whatever. So just see what the protocol is and what they do, but be like a fly on the wall, you know, in the first, like maybe half an hour just to see what everybody's doing and stuff and just go with the flow. That's the best, that's the best thing to do.
2: I would, I would say that I'm like the type of person that Mm -hmm. if I went to like a jam or something, I would just like, you know, go into wherever and I would just sit down and I would just like watch everybody. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't like go right up to people but we've been, even uh, talked or we've been parts of groups or we've participated in groups and stuff where like, I think this has happened to me, like I think in Colorado or whatever, mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm sitting down and I'm just like, I don't even have a U. Cause I'm just like watching everybody else. And then somebody comes up to me and they're like, Oh, Hey, what's your name? You know, I was like, Oh, where are you from? And they'll just try to <laughs> be friend Like they'll see you. Right. And yeah. be like, oh i'll welcome that person and it's not every it's not guaranteed in a group but yeah. that just shows how welcoming most groups are right <laughs> yeah. they'll like actively go out of their way to try and make sure that yeah you're like having a good time and you you feel like oh you're a part of the group or whatever so
0: yeah it's never like yeah i don't think now that i think about it i don't yeah i don't know if i've ever had like an experience where like you know, like, people were mean or rude or whatever. <laughs> to and anyone not, else even. Yeah, yeah. To, yeah not I even necessarily you. I mean, even like, it's, it's not because like, well, maybe because you're all dream Guerrero or whatever, people yeah. just treat <laughs> you nicely. No, there's been times where like, I've, I've been like the fly in the wall. I'd go in, like, you know, to, to a group, um, that, you know that i just i just read the, like oh there's gonna be a meetup and stuff and i just like i just go like be all incognito like because uh, <laughs> there there was this one time i remember in um in arizona i was watching my uh, my sister-in-law's house and um the only ukulele is this so it's not like i even had like a nice like i didn't have my custom kanileas or whatever i had whatever ukulele was laying around in my sister-in-law's house and um i remember like, see, you know, me and my wife was like, well, what do we do? We have like an entire week. We're we're house sitting, you know. And I'm like, well, on Thursday they have a Ukelele Club, and uh, she's like, you want to go to that? I'm like, yeah, let's, let's just go. It's like, well, don't people aren't people gonna recognize? They're like, ah, don't don't be like that. Like, it's fine. <laughs> just go. Just just keep quiet and stuff. Yeah. No one recognized me the entire time, which is awesome. And then I just kind of jammed and stuff. And everyone was super nice. They're like, "So, where are you from?" I'm like, "Oh, Hawaii." You know, I just kind of jammed stuff. So I told them my name was Eddie Cortez. <laughs> <laughs> That's my go-to name. Oh yeah, like, yeah, Eddie Cortez. I- like, so if you guys see a guy named Eddie Cortez at your ukulele I- group think twice
2: <laughs> i hope yeah i hope there is somebody who's like i know that's all dream but he keeps saying he's eddie cortez is is this really somebody else or is like is this all dream having like a mental breakdown or something right and, like,
0: no i think most people are gonna be too scared to be like you're not eddie <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you're you're that guy you know, yeah, from like yeah. from the internet because like because what if you know like i don't know i think i'm like kind of ambiguous and in in, in, uh, in Arizona there's you know like um Asians, Mexicans and I kind of look like, yeah, yeah, like could be Asian anything. slash Mexican could be yeah. whatever you yeah. know so uh, I didn't of course I didn't have like the hat like that's too obvious uh, I didn't have like the flannel shirt that was like, way back then so I didn't have my <laughs> usual costume yeah, you know, yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> that I would but... wear and stuff I, I don't think I even had a hat on and at that point like not too much people saw me without the hat without uh, like the with like the emo hair or whatever and it was, uh yeah, it was good. It was like a fly in the wall. And it was just, yeah. <laughs> and I don't think people cared either. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, uh my wife made, a, made such a big deal. Like, oh, you know, people are going to, it's not going to be fun because, you know, it's going to feel like work. People are going to, like, come and ask you questions and stuff and ask you to play and whatever. I'm like, no, I, don't, I think it's going to be fine. <laughs> and yeah, and it was fine. Like, yeah. that was, like, we kind of overthought it. Like, she, like, you know, was was overthinking, like, oh, it's going to be like this, but it went people treated us nicely it was, it was <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, like it's... what you could like that that's why i'm asking you know or i was telling them like um people y- are know, just gonna ask you yeah know what your yuk is and i was like oh this is just like whatever i think it was like a kala that she had like because my uh my mother-in-law um plays music for her church and stuff and i think that was her ukulele and she just had like some kala like laying around <laughs> like Eat. oh this is cool you know what it kind of reminds me of
2: is like if you've ever seen a uh, car meetups, yeah, where they go and they open up their hood, right, and yeah. then people walk around <laughs> and they're like, oh, what yeah. kind of engine? Do you-? Yeah, it's like the same thing because they'll, they'll not only ask you yeah. what brand you're playing or what type of wood it's made out of, they'll be yeah. like, oh, what what strings are you playing too? You know, and so <laughs> yeah. it's, it's yeah. fun, man. They'll they'll <laughs> go into the weeds with you, so. I think I, I like, too, that, like, uh, I've seen where it's, you know, it's like uh, people are sitting at groups and they're talking and stuff. And it's like, oh, they must know each other. They're, like, getting along pretty well. Mm-hmm. And then you find out later, it's like, oh, no, we just met tonight, you know. <laughs> or yeah. something We just sat next to each other, uh-huh. happened to sit next to each other, uh-huh. and we're playing. Or, mm-hmm. like, even... I've seen like you know parents bring their kids their kids are obviously into ukulele mm-hmm. so their their kids have a ukulele and they they come and they start playing and then somebody just sees like the parent you know kind of just standing by the kid mm-hmm. or watching mm-hmm. and it's not like they're like oh I'm, like, I'm so tired of having to bring my kid here but they're just not doing anything right so the person will see them and be like Oh here take my my extra uke <laughs> yeah. and also join in and then you know they'll be like oh i don't even know how to play uke though or i don't really know how to do mm-hmm. and they'll be like oh no just follow the chords like <laughs> yeah. there's yeah. a big chord chart yeah. right at the front you know we're only playing c and f so yeah.
0: you'll you'll get it you know it's fun like yeah. it's, it's seriously fun if if any of you folks watching or listening have i've mm-hmm. uh, never been to an ukulele club and have been kind of on the fence about it just go you're going to be so much friends and stuff like it's kind of like me telling my my little kid like what you go too. like when well, you go to preschool you're gonna yeah. meet all these friends and you're yeah. not gonna wanna go home so it's yeah. gonna be the same exact thing uh-huh. you're gonna go there and it's gonna be maybe for like maybe they'll say oh it's from 6 to 7 whatever expect to stay until like 9 o'clock right? <laughs> <laughs> or 10 even yeah. or maybe just not even go home at all like yeah. there's uh there's been ukulele uh, festivals that we've gone to that like people uh, like went back to the hotel at 10 o'clock and at the hotel they're still jamming like 3 <laughs> yeah. 4 in the morning you know yeah. like it's it's good fun. Like the, the ukulele community is is so is so awesome. Like I can't sing enough praises about the ukulele community. <laughs> and everyone's super cool. Like um you know all, all the all the members, all the teachers, all the uh, you know like ukulele celebrities and whatever like they're they're all super chill and stuff. Like people have like have tried to like you know like provoke me by like saying some stuff and I'm like no, it's like my friend, <laughs> you know, like oh um i forgot but like someone was saying something about like oh um like you do you know this person i'm like oh yeah yeah you know like oh so you're probably like you know um so are you like like in competition with them for like for for getting sponsors and stuff i'm like i have like one sponsor (laughs) and that one sponsor sponsors like 200 people like so much people i don't i don't really care like i like that person i've you know i've i've traveled with that person i've like gone to that person's house and stuff it's like it's not like a big deal you know like so we're we're all friends, even like ukulele teachers and stuff. It's it was kind of weird for for some people at first to see me like hanging out with like Cynthia and Lenny. They're like, oh, but you know, I'm like, no, we're all teachers. Like we all just we all love teaching people. We all love like the ukulele and just hanging out, and it's it's cool. It's cool. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. never. I guess because like um, there's like there's like a group of ukule- like YouTube Ukulala teachers and stuff that like kind of hang out and to see you know to see me kind of hanging out with, with that group it was, it was a little bit different but it's like I live in I live in like the middle of the sea you know like I <laughs> I don't have access to like um, to, to ukulele teachers nearby me so but when I do it's like It's a lot of fun, you know, like Lenny, Cynthia, we are like ukulele Bart that we see all the time. He's like, you know, Mm -hmm. he's a cool, like, teacher and stuff. Like everyone, James Hill, uh, Matt. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's good fun. And there's people that like, um, that have come to like, to my workshops who does like ukulele, um, like ukulele, uh, like while teaching ukulele like on youtube and whatnot they like always come and and say hi and introduce themselves and like we we trade like some uh some stories and some uh some facts so which is cool like i've I've loved the ukulele community since day one i think this that's like why we still do it honestly yeah Mm -hmm. because the ukulele community is so good because uh we've been in this uh we've been in this industry for about i don't know like well beyond ukulele underground ukulele underground has been around since like 2007 and we're still here and that's why it's because you know, we're not like, like jaded or anything like, oh man, I'm so over this because it's like, man, we get to go to Denver again or we get to go to <laughs> wherever, you know, like, yeah. or let's go to Korea. It's always like a warm welcome whenever we go to those places. So yeah, it's cool. I
2: think, yeah, if if you like join our Friday Jam and you see the chat and like yeah. people are just talking and stuff, like we've met those people in real life and that's pretty much it. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, you'll be sitting down and then, uh you know, I remember Devin, he he just comes right up to you and he's like, you know, saying, oh, uh I, or when we first met mm-hmm. Devin in person, you know, he came up with, to us, wearing a shirt with my face on it. So I was like, <laughs> okay, right. yeah, that's, that's cool, you know, Yeah, and yeah, that's, that's who Devin is, you know, every time we see him, he's just like, uh fun to be around and joking around and yeah. doing so, so. It's was like that. I think if you go to, you know, uh, yeah, it's like we uh, like 99% of groups will be great. You know, it's mm-hmm. like pretty, yeah. I, I can we can guarantee that a majority of groups will be great. But if you just so happen to, you know, get a group that's like weird or sour
0: sauce, I don't understand why they would be. But yeah, I I guess they do exist.
2: Well, I was going to say that we've had like one experience, but uh, I was going to say like if you go to a group that is for whatever reason, it it doesn't feel like a good fit for you, then just look for another group because there's probably (laughs) more groups and they're probably like... You know, yeah. welcoming we'll and they'll, you'll have no problem. But the, the one time that we went where mm. it wasn't even like really a problem, but we like, we went to do like a group meetup, right? At like a restaurant. Yeah. And we were there and there is like a few people there and we we're kind of like, are we even here at the right time or whatever? <laughs> uh-huh. And later on, we found out that like the group kind of broke apart or there is like problems and stuff. Uh-huh. But then remember it was in San Diego, but oh, there was okay, still okay, people okay, okay. who came. Mm. Because they heard that we were going to be there. And, <laughs> and we right. ended up hanging out with them anyways. And yeah. it's like, yeah. we still had fun. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's still
0: great. We were borderline going to cancel the thing. Because, you know, like, yeah, we weren't informed. Like, we had booked this thing uh, or uh, an appearance of this group. And um, I I guess, like, the group, like, broke up or, like, you know, split into two or whatever happened. And, mm. um and we weren't informed. Like nobody, nobody told <laughs> us. So we're we're there, you know, like, uh-huh. and um, and we're like, well, yeah, like like a high set. Like, are we at the right place? Like, I kind of see people do collulas, but there's and no real like. They group, were, group. Yeah, and it was kind yeah. of
2: funny because they were doing the thing where they were holding their youth, but they yeah. were, like looking at us, right? And <laughs> we we're like else, eating, yeah. and we we're like. Yeah. <laughs> I think we, we can kind of
0: guarantee that yeah. they're, they're here for the group, right? So, but it was cool. And then like, you know, um, more and more people showed up throughout the night and stuff. And we just had a good time. Like we, we didn't cancel it at all. We were just jamming. Like it wasn't a, a formal like ukulele group where like, you know, we, we had, we had a leader or whatever. And then there, like PA system. Like, no, it was just good, good fun at like the, the uh, parking <laughs> lot or whatever that, yeah. uh, that, that establishment was.
2: It's cool. I think the the people who are looking at us mm-hmm. weren't they like a family or something yeah, and it was yeah. like two kids and their yeah. parents or whatever and i think even afterwards their parents said like oh thank you like we're so glad that you know we we came but we mm-hmm. weren't sure what was going to happen and we're yeah. so glad that like we stayed and we're so glad that you guys like stayed and played around and mm-hmm. you know just played music because yeah the kids were really happy <clears> after <throat>
0: that didn't we... Is that the same one where we had like a... Where we set up kind of like an open mic thing where people did performances and then there's like a guy who sang the My Little Pony song. Ah. Uh, like with his girlfriend. Probably, yeah. Yeah, I think that so. Was, that was... Okay. Man, you... I completely forgot about that whole thing until you just brought that <laughs> yeah. just now. Kahai. Yeah. Like now all these memories are surging yeah. in and like that was fun. Yeah, yeah was still good fun. fun. That was so much fun. That was like, <laughs> like That was like with Bernie guys and stuff too. Like yeah. in San Diego. Yeah, that was...
2: Yeah, th- that, that was, was good times. Like, <laughs> that's that's the only time that I can really think of that where it was like, this is mm-hmm. kind of weird at the beginning. Like we were looking for, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, yeah, are we, yeah, are we here or is it the right time or whatever? And even then it turned out to be like a great night at the end. So Yeah. yeah.
0: It, it, Just like Daniel Tiger said, Gahai, when something seems bad, turn it around and find something good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jim.
2: Yeah. So go a tiger. Jim mentioned that yeah. he went to uh, Ukula Night uh, last Friday. Yeah, and there was a lady who I guess is brand new to the uk, had only yeah. been playing for uh, seven weeks. Okay, and like she was really having fun and she was beaming, and, but her mm-hmm. only concern was if the uke she bought was like okay enough to
0: play. And yeah, it's like yeah, yeah don't even don't worry. worry. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Nobody welcoming. will. Yeah. Who cares if you have like a $40 ukulele or a $40,000 ukulele? Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, you know, and it's not like, it's not a competition of who has whatever uke or who has whatever strings or who has whatever setup and stuff. Just jam. At the end of the day, it's like, can you play these chords? Even if you can't, you know, like, are, are you having fun? Like that's, that's it really. Like it's, you know, I know we've talked like for half an hour on this subject, but seriously, it's, it's so much fun. Just go out and just have yourself some fun. Yeah. Kate, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah Kate. Kate. Go, go, go have some fun. <laughs> yeah.
2: We, we hope it's, it's good for you. And we're pretty sure it will be fun. Yeah. Like if you're just, you know, open and you just go and whatever they're going to do, you know, you just kind of go <clears throat> with the flow. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, let us know like how it was after, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And if not, you know, there's always a little Friday live jam. Yeah. <laughs> like if for some reason our you, group, yeah, yeah, yeah. our group, a low Friday live jam, very welcoming, Even, <laughs> like, very sarcastic sometimes in the comments, but welcoming, you know. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, once, well, it, it's fun once you like start to get into mm-hmm. the group and you learn yeah. our jam and learn like. Some of the lingo, some of the terms. (laughs) A sense of humor. (laughs) Yeah, you'll probably have fun, too. But, like, uh, I was going to say, like, even if you go, you have fun at this one, too, uh, you'll probably find more jams in your area. Mm -hmm. And if you go to other jams you'll probably see the same people too. Cause it's like, <laughs> yeah. they all like, it's, it, it yeah. is one big community. And these people like get around where they're like, I got a Wednesday jam and I got mm-hmm. a Friday jam.
0: <laughs> Once a week is not enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or
2: like one yeah. is, one is a slacky mm-hmm. playing. One yeah. is like Hawaiian style. One is, you know, pop music. So yeah, you'll, you'll find something that will mm-hmm. fit you and you'll have
0: fun at. Yes, definitely. Oh, if not open mic, we also have one of those. So come with that. Like <laughs> after the one this. after the show. Yeah, the one after the show. If you want to do a warm-up before you ukulele group, definitely come come jam with us. Yeah, uh, yeah, Kai. So and next next question. That's, uh, that's a good one. That made me, that made me feel good <laughs> just talking about how good the U community is.
2: Go ahead. Uh, Kristen Sue asked if you have any tips or suggestions for how to limit squeaking on wound low G string. Ooh. Uh, both hands, both the fretting hand and the strumming hand.
3: Hmm. <laughs> Switch it out, non Non-wound. <laughs> non-wound.
1: <laughs>
0: um, you know, like if if you're if you're attached to that, you know, to that string and stuff. Really, it's it's a matter of how how much moisture is in your hands too. Because if the drier your hands are, the more squeaky the um, it's going to be. So if you have just a little bit of moisture. Um, that would be good. There's things like fast fret that you can add to add a little bit of moisture to the string that makes it a little bit better, but you'll definitely still hear the squeak. That's just the property of, you know, of have, have, having that string. And that's why I'm like, not so much anti, but like, if I can help it, I won't use the, uh, like a wound string. Um, yeah, really, that's it. It's, it's all moisture. I mean, you can, cause you don't want to like, Sometimes you do, but you don't want to necessarily change up your, you know, your playing just to accompany one string. You know, but if you have to, um, just be wary of the, you know, of the top string. Usually, the, you know, the fingers that touch it are like pointer and ring fingers. So if you can get your pointer and ring finger all good, and uh, and kind of uh, making sure that it's uh, it's touching that string and lightly. Not too, not too rough, or you're not moving too fast, or sliding too hard, or anything like that. But really, like, like I was saying, you don't want to sacrifice some things in your playing just so that you don't hear the squeak. And the squeak probably um, is is uh, negligible to be to be honest. Like there's been a bunch of players, like for example, uh, Herb Alter Jr., one of the most amazing, most like. Um, like softest warmest tone that you'll you know you'll ever hear and he has uh you know a wound low g-string and you don't hear this that you know the squeak and when you do it's like oh well it doesn't even matter his playing is so yeah, good like, it just you know, adds like, to yeah
1: ambiance of
0: and when you think about it, playing. like guitars you know like they they all yeah. have wound strings and it's not too bad when you know when, when they move their fingers really it's just um a combination of moisture and how you attack the string yeah
2: I- like Classical guitars are, like, notorious for making that squeaking noise, right? Because most of the, mm-hmm. like, uh, at least three, if not four of the strings are going to be wound. Yeah. So no matter what you do, like, you know, even just barely touching it, you're probably going to hear, like, some of that, you know, squeak, squeak. Yeah. Uh, and it's just... The guitarists, mm-hmm. you know, like, you can listen to classical guitarists who have that, and mm-hmm. yeah, their playing is just, like, so magnificent that it's like, oh, mm-hmm. well, okay, I'm just listening to the notes. I'm not really listening to that little quack the year. so mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: so, um, you know, if it does bother you, um, yeah, try out, you know, try out fast fret. That might that might help a little bit. Um, I know that kind of conditions your string also, so it's not, like, not necessarily a bad thing, but you might get gunk. You know, on your uh, on your fretboard, that might be a thing if you're not too keen on gunk on your fretboard. Maybe you know just naturally moisturize like uh, moisturize your your fingers. But other than that, like that's that's it. It's just not too bad. To be honest, with you, don't don't worry too much about it. Yeah. Or or find some uh, some non-wound low G strings. Uh, yeah. Some of our favorites are. Um, uh what's someone that, that uh, PhD. phd phd strings get yourself a uh, set of phd strings and say goodbye to worrying about that sound <laughs> you know they're great uh, our our friends um jason arimoto and uh, and daniel ho created mm-hmm. the, uh, those strings and they're great they sound awesome daniel ho multi-grammy award winning you know ukulele players so you know that he knows what he's doing, mm-hmm. <laughs> as far as tone and stuff goes. Um, yeah, PhD is great. I I have a set of HG um, Cross AQ, which are low G. They are wound, but they're not as like uh, as squeaky as um, the regular, like I guess aluminum wound strings, because they're not aluminum. I think they're plastic. It might be plastic wound. Yeah, they're, mm-hmm. they're good though. I like them. Yeah, yeah. and
1: then there's also like uh, some options that are out there too. Are like polished wound yeah, strings. Okay. Yeah, okay, polished wound, and mm-hmm. then um, also flat wound strings. Yeah. So there, there are a few companies. I, I, I don't know off the top of my head, but I know they have polished um, wound low G's and C or mm-hmm. Cs C strings, yeah. and then also yeah flat wounds that gives me
0: a crazy idea what if like i'm gonna try it myself <laughs> what if i take like a wound string and just like take like a 4 grit sandpaper and just like like sand <laughs> it out see if i can smooth it out and stuff. yeah, yeah. That would but work. you
1: also don't want to sacrifice the integrity of the string that's true
0: so <laughs> Well, i mean you know you just want to like just smooth it out yeah that's why you're yeah, going yeah. like as low as possible you uh, yeah know? like just if, to smooth yeah. it out who knows
3: If they're taking
2: a wound string, but they
1: make the strings already polished, so you might as well just buy that. (laughs) Yeah, if you are gonna buy strings, I am guessing try the
2: the polished string. Right, is like that they have an industrial sandblaster that, like when they or whatever, yeah, when it goes through that process is like. It's not like somebody's just standing there, like, swiping, <laughs> making passes at the string yeah, to get it. That's what smooth. I was going to say.
0: I'm like, if I like it and if it's, like, you know, if its integrity holds up and stuff, I'll be like, hey, Mimo, like, uh, you got to do this, okay? Like, every string that you put out there, you just got to, like, take some force and like, just, you know, just smooth it out. And then, like, it just... It's funny to like picture in my head like
1: him hiring somebody. Like, to just, well, well, that's like, the thing, though, right? If down. you, I, I don't know if they, it's still on the internet, but mm. there are like videos of mm. Mimo creating Aquila yeah. strings mm. in the beginning, mm. and he did like a ton of that stuff by, like, by, by hand. hand. He still does stuff by hand. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you, yeah. That's right. I've, when I went to Italy, because you were not there with me, I yeah, keep I, I, you didn't, were there with I didn't me get Italy. to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I went there to uh, to to Italy, like he still does stuff by hand. Like yeah. I know there's videos like when he first started, but he still does it, and like he showed us how he makes like violin strings and ukulele and like mm-hmm. and guitar strings and mm-hmm. stuff. He's like, oh, it's just like this, like that is. That's, that's crazy. Like, yeah, yeah. Because, um, is this a third world country? Uh, <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of insane because it's like this big, thick piece of plastic thing. Uh-huh. And then like he put, you know, puts it in this machine and it full on like makes it like, like thinner and thinner yeah. until like he, get, he has the right, you know, the right size. And then, and then out comes this like a bunch of them. Uh-huh. It's, it's crazy. Like I just. I mean, machines in general, like, fascinate me. Like, especially yeah, that yeah, kind where, like, it's a, you know, um, yeah. There's something of interest. Like, machines that make the things that I play with. <laughs> I like that show wrapped or unwrapped about know, the Food uh-huh. Network where like, this is how you make Snickers bars and stuff.
1: And it's kind of like that. It's kind of like that where, like, this is how you make strings. Like, ooh. <laughs> you know that? Yeah. Oh, Jim in the chat said that um, Connie Lea, who makes your ukuleles? does a tenor loji bronze wound that's pretty quiet so yes <laughs> yeah. yeah it's it's okay it's all right, <laughs> it's all right. i mean i uh, that, that, that's
2: okay <laughs> that's what i was gonna say too is like as much as like people try to minimize the squeak on yeah. wand strings like it, it's pretty hard to just get rid of it all together right yeah. yeah so if if it truly, and yeah, you're going to be the one that hears it the most. So if it's not bothering you, then don't care. But if it, if it's bothering you, then yeah, really consider maybe just going to unwound string. Just mm-hmm. so you can, whenever you're playing, it's not like, ah, hear that squeak again. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's bothering yeah, yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. it, it's, yeah. you know, even if you're sacrificing um, some volume or like some projection,
0: mm-hmm. just that peace of mind might be better for you mm-hmm. in the long run. I remember um there's this recording artist who uh it was maybe like early two thousands and stuff where like um there's that like Triton like keyboard was like the the best thing that you could get and it could like uh basically you, you could sound like any instrument that you want and it sounded so good. Like um, they recorded this track where it's like an acoustic guitar, but it's actually like the uh, the keyboard playing, like playing uh, playing keyboard that sounds like guitar. But it sounded so good that they had to manually add the squeaks where they should <laughs> where they should be. Yeah. And it's like it's that where like if you don't hear the squeak, it almost sounds. T- unnatural you know or like for like a guitar guitar. so if you know if you're making a video where like the the audience sees your ukulele and you have that low g and stuff it almost sounds unnatural there's no squeak at all throughout the entire you know entire song it's kind of like that person has some amazing control over those strings Uh because uh but yeah it was pretty cool like i've i've never you know well back then like that was that was like a like, such a new concept of, like, using the keyboard yeah. as a guitar. And then, uh, yeah, and you had to manually put it in there.
2: Yeah, that's the thing with uh, VSTs now, mm-hmm. uh, like,
0: virtual instruments now, mm-hmm. is
2: that, you know, they they made it so you can basically play whatever you want and you can play it perfectly. Mm-hmm. And they realize, like, oh, that's what makes it not sound realistic. Perfect. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, right. and so they usually have a knob, right, where mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. okay, if it's, a, like, a wind instrument, Is like you get to hear more of the person like taking their breath. (laughs) That's insane. When it's like a piano, you hear like the creaks of like the person moving like, you know, on the piano bench and Hmm. stuff. So, yeah, it's just like adding those little details in. Uh, But we have another question.
0: Sure. Sure. sure, sure. Uh,
2: So Rick asked, uh, have you guys noticed an uptick in new community members during the pandemic? Asking as someone who came to the community
0: during the pandemic. Um, yes, yeah, yeah, I'd say so, but I mean, like, not saying like, well, we got new people all the time, but like, you know, it's, uh, it, there's, there's always going to be new people, but yes, a lot during the pandemic, and there was, you know, a slight, uh, slight increase especially in the beginning yeah when but, the, there yeah. were lockdowns and yeah stuff. during the lockdowns yeah. that's when like people are like i guess i'll learn New ukulele like i've always wanted to do it and there's nothing mm-hmm. yeah. else to do in the house and stuff uh so yeah we you know i'd say yes but after the beginning it was pretty much the same you know like the same amount of new people coming in but mm-hmm. uh, yeah we, we welcome
1: everyone so so in that case um mm-hmm. I would say give yourself a pat on the back, yeah. Because yeah. most people say like it, it was like lockdown and like oh I'm gonna learn <laughs> yeah. and then they they slowly like kinda, yeah, and you're still here. <laughs> yeah, if you're still here, that means that you yeah, you job. actually learned I, and mm-hmm. like are having fun at least and sticking yeah. to it.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, it's and it kind of makes sense, right? That those people who like they <laughs> it's like. Since I have nothing else to do, Mm. I'm forced (laughs) to finally learn to play ukulele. (gasps) I guess. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. You come in with that attitude. Yeah. Yeah. And and then it slowly is like, (laughs) well, I mean, I'm paying for Netflix, so (laughs) I I should use it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It was a,
2: when, when we were doing like the jams and everything from, you know each of us were like separated mm. too and we we're kind of doing it remotely mm-hmm. that's when we saw like a lot of people jump in and they're mm-hmm. like oh i'm i'm brand new and uh or like since i'm staying at home
0: so much i decided i'm gonna try and learn ukulele yeah. or whatever so. i mean yeah there's a bunch of people who like fell off the wagon and stuff but for the most part there's a bunch of people that that kept at it just like you know just like rick and stuff and, and i'm I'm pretty surprised. I I see a lot of those in the, uh, the private lessons and whatnot. Mm
2: -hmm. I think my favorite is we actually saw, I mean, and we're going to see them like in the open mic and, but we see them like every week is like Mm -hmm. all the kids that we had joined too. Mm -hmm. And those are the ones who uh, have actually stuck around Mm -hmm. pretty consistently, Mm -hmm. you know, and they're, they're improving like kind of crazy. Like every time we see them, it's Mm -hmm. where I was like, holy cow, you're so good. You know? Mm Yeah. It's, so yeah, uh, if you you know if you start playing, if you mm-hmm. just stick with it, you'll get better. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. And next,
3: <laughs> next question. Uh, uh,
2: I think so. Uh, Renee mentioned. Uh, I just counted. I am in seven ukulele groups. I love them all. Uh, best people on the planet <laughs> yeah. play ukulele. Yeah. yeah, for sure.
0: Denver, yeah. Like, or I mean, not Denver, but you know, like in Colorado, in Colorado. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And then another one of uh our, you know, past members, but new, our friend mm-hmm. Alan, he's the one the one who's like slacky and yeah, stuff, yeah, I'm in multiple groups and then he mm-hmm. even went on to be like, I'm uh leading groups now or <laughs> yeah. like I'm teaching groups and stuff. So mm-hmm. you don't have to get to that level, but yeah, it just shows like kind of once you're once you're in it's kind of hard to get out you're you're, you're
1: a part of the, yeah. the group now So yes go deeper yeah. you're in colorado look for
0: any group with group with doug brown in it it's gonna be a fun <laughs> That's,
1: yeah. yeah that
2: that is exactly who else you know what i was saying like oh yeah you'll just go in and you'll you know you'll be by yourself yeah. and somebody will just come up sit down next to you and be like hi i'm you know yeah, this is exact hi, I'm Doug. What's your name? And he'll just start shaking your hand and was yeah. like, Oh, I'm yeah. But he had that's, a good opener
0: though. He's like, Let me show you my French drop guy. And he showed you his <laughs> French drop. And it was awesome. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> we were like
2: all just doing stuff right and then every time we did stuff we we're just like, Woo like, <laughs> yeah. to each other. So he's yeah. he's the man.
0: <laughs> he's a big ball of energy, that guy. <laughs> yeah.
2: But I I mean like I'm yeah, I'm sure you'll you, you'll probably run into somebody like that, or mm-hmm. just people who are friendly. Yeah. So there's there's a Doug Brown in
0: every every ukulele group, I think. Not <laughs> as animated, maybe, but yeah. like there's got to be that one guy who's very like enthusiastic about. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Even Renee,
2: right? Like yeah. the f- uh, first time I met Renee, mm-hmm. she, you know, she like yelled out and then like she <laughs> ran up and then like we <laughs> hugged. Yeah. But then I think she, uh, I w- wish I could remember what she she pulled out. Like a band or something, and she's mm. like, I make these myself here. And she she gave it
0: yeah, to like us. Friendship right? bracelet with Renee. Mm. Oh man. I'm it was jealous. something, yeah. I, <laughs> I remember what it was, but yeah. yeah. I mean, Doug Brown, I'm gonna have to say, uh, Gion from, uh, from NorCal, you <laughs> yeah. know, like just fun to Kelvin Hall, also another very enthusiastic <laughs> yeah. guy, that, you know, that. Oh man, yeah. Hey, Aaron Butler from the from SoCal, uh-huh. just like all these very enthusiastic people. So good, so yeah. good. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, uh, I, I don't think we have uh, another question, but I was gonna mention mm-hmm. uh, we're talking about the open mics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we have a new rule for the open mic, right? Mm-hmm. Where uh, each person is getting two uh, songs. Yeah, and it's like uh, we we said like we we mentioned in previous weeks, it's like a set list. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we said like, Oh, it's good practice to, you know, make your own set list and stuff. Yeah. But what about that? Like, uh
0: do you have tips for people mm, who are, are gonna try and, you know Do uh, the do the open mic two song set list or like a set list for like fifteen? How, yeah. Twenty or how
2: about we start with uh, the open mic set list for people mm-hmm. who are watching who mm-hmm. are going to join after. And then we talk about, um, you know, like if you're going to do like a full hour, how mm-hmm. would you plan
0: out a set list? Okay. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, So let's start with the two, you know, two. It it just means that you have two tries to make, you know, to connect with the audience as best as you can to um, not just to kind of like, oh, I want to play my best two songs. But if those two songs don't connect, you know, like if they're really good songs, but if they don't connect with the audience, then it's not the best two songs, you know, like you want to f- figure out what the audience wants to hear and how the audience can best see you and your ability not just ability like to play and stuff but you as a you know as a person so make sure you know as a performer i always make sure to introduce myself regardless if it's an open mic if it's whatever i always introduce myself tell people a little bit about you know about me just so that they have an idea of who's on stage and that can you know that can open up the gates to uh to some kind of connection with the audience okay don't make it go for like longer than i don't know like a few minutes like the <laughs> introduction shouldn't be longer than like hi i'm Aldrin. you know i'm from Kauai and i've been playing ukulele for a little bit i'm going to share some songs with you folks you so because like it like that's it that's like my <laughs> yeah. that's my opener or um you know, every wednesday night it's like hello everyone and welcome to oasis we're called the nights of acoustica we're going to be playing you know till about the seven o'clock hours to kick back relax and enjoy That's it. (laughs) They're like, okay, we're going to do a little, uh, a little sound check to make sure everything sounds okay. And then that, then we start playing our, you know, start playing (laughs) our first song because if we tell people that our first song is just a sound check, then if, you know, if it sounds terrible, because, you know, we don't know if it sounds good. It really is a sound check, but that's for a two hour set. So I'll talk about that in a little bit, but for a two song set, what I would do, um, personally, and you can do this any which way that you want to. Personally, I would do a um, break the ice song. It doesn't have to be a slow song. It doesn't have to be a fast song. It just has to break the ice. It has to like be something that either the audience recognizes, can sing along to, um, uh, or a song that you feel like is your like is your specialty. You know, as as a as a chef would call it, like only it's it's to you. You know, your specialty.
2: Tint. Hmm? Uh, can you give examples of songs yeah. that
0: you would count as breakdoves? Okay, well, you know, um, I always, I always start off a, a set with with a song like uh, "Lay Down Sally," where like people have it's recognizable, but it's also special to your mind because I start. With the, uh, with the theatrics already, you know, like I start with like the, the super fast strumming and whatever, but it is a song that they still recognize. And there's some really, really cool stuff where you do the double strumming and, and and just, uh, it's a lot where I think I, I go off the, the, you know, the, the frets. So that's like a great, uh, good thing for me. But like I said, it doesn't even have to be like a, uh, a fast song. It doesn't have to be a slow song either. Um, because you can, you know, you can start things off with, um, uh let's see what's what's another good start. Well we you know we uh, we do our sound check with How can I get over? It's not a recognizable song but you know once you hear the riff it's a rip like a repetitive enough riff that like the audience would be like yeah i can get into this you know like it's it's cool but it's not a song that everyone knows you know so it doesn't have to even be a recognizable song but it helps you know like if um if we uh if we start off our set with a like just those three notes along one two three like people are like okay cool i'm in (laughs) you know like i know this or like oh someone's playing that song again, but you know like but you're gonna do it so well that those people are like, hey, you know that was not bad, yeah, <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. I heard people play that song, and that was not bad. Like so, it's it's about that, about like capturing the audience's attention because it's your first song. You know, like if you capture them with the, with your first song, then most likely they will stick around and listen to your second song. And your second song can be anything that you want to leave them wanting more. Okay, like for example. Um, my uh, a second song that so I'll do something like uh, like lay down Sally for a first song, and then a second song if I want to you know like uh, if I want to really connect to the audience and, and like promote who I am, I'll play maybe like an uh, original instrumental. Like I'll do that to be like okay, well if you guys want more, here's my Spotify or whatever. But if it's like you know just just for fun, I'll do something like uh, like body surfing or like purple rain or like. Um, uh benny and the jet like stuff like that where like you know people will be like okay that was that was fun like the first song he got me then the second song was like oh i want more i want to see more you know like that's (laughs) that's kind of what you want and i'm not saying you have to play those kind of songs because it can be anything so um like for example um play like here comes the sun as your first as your first song that opening riff of people are like oh yeah that's it (laughs) You're doing it. You're doing the thing I like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, for, uh, for your second song, it can be, it can be anything. Um, preferably something that, you know, that, that leaves the audience kind of wanting more. Or like a sing along, that'd be kind of cool, you know, like any, like anything really that, that best showcases you as a, as, as a musician or whatever, you know, putting your best foot forward and, uh, and leaving the audience with that statement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that, so it's tough because you only have two songs to do so, but, um, for the most part, as long as, you know, you, you bring it on stage because it can be like two mediocre songs. But if you go on stage and you have like the stage presence and the, um, and the connection with the audience, those two mediocre songs can be like the best two songs. Yeah. You
2: know? I, I think it's, it's definitely, uh, personal to you too, right? Like, mm-hmm. don't feel like, oh, okay, Aldrin listed
0: these songs, so yeah, that's yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. the songs I'm gonna play. I'm just giving examples, you know, yeah. like, just examples of what, what I do, like, with my set and stuff. But really, it's whatever, you know, whatever fits your repertoire, you know, of, of those kinds of songs or those, like, uh, those kinds of, um, uh, like, characteristics for the songs, you know? It doesn't have to be fast, it just has to connect, really. That's, that's the best, that's my best, um, advice to anyone doing any kind of live performance is connecting with your audience because as soon as you go live that means someone's listening and if someone's listening you you know like you want to be you don't want to just be like background music you know like although in some cases we've been asked to be background music and then i just refuse to be background music because you know like you're you're there i mean for me my philosophy is like Uh, as a live musician i don't want to be background music because you can just play an album you can just play a cd or put spotify on and be the same exact thing so what am i doing here you know um so for a 15 minute set it's basically the same thing but uh the first and second song on your two song set just think of that as your first and last song for a 15 minute set and you have maybe one or two songs in between of that 15 minute set depending how short or long your songs are. 30-minute uh, set. Um, I would think of the first and second in my two-song set as either my first and last song or first and middle song. And there's an even bigger bang right at the end. So I always have, like, a, uh, a, a strong opening, maybe of three, four songs for the, um, you know, for the first half an hour. Slow it down a little bit just to give the audience a little bit of time to breathe. So it looks like this, and then it gives a little bit of breathe. And then, like, go up a little bit higher during the middle. So that's usually when I'll play something in like Europa or, um, uh, that's when purple rain will come in or like, um, drift away by Dolby gray, stuff like that. And then like, you can settle it down a little bit, but not too much. And then just go skyrocket for like the last 15 minutes of like, man, that was, you know, so there's, there's some breathing points in, in the hour show and same thing for a two hour show. That's, that's really how, how I plan things out. But, also, if you're in a one hour or two hour show, um gauge the audience. Like, if the audience is enjoying themselves, or if the audience, like you know, is is not paying attention or whatever, give them hit them with something that that they will pay attention. It's like I'm, <laughs> the, you know, I'm the show or whatever, whatever <laughs> you want to do. And like you're, you're probably like, oh, that was that was a little bit conceited, don't you But no, you, you have to have that mentality on stage. You have to have that like like kind of the, like a general of the stage. You know, like uh, I'm. I'm... yeah <laughs> Willy k. Yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. the Willie k, exactly. k was the yeah. best yeah you know like you have to be up there and you have to command the stage yeah. really like and um if you don't it shows and the thing is like you you know you learn to uh to have that kind of commanding um act on stage like you don't of course your first few times on stage is not going to be like that but you know what just think of it as like as basic training <laughs> before, uh, you know, before you become a general the general, yeah, <laughs> general. If, uh, if you want to know, I mean, I know, you know, he gets uh, a, a lot of people are like, oh, I, don't, I don't know and stuff, but if you ever watch that, this is it by, by that Michael Jackson documentary mm-hmm. and stuff, um, watch how he like, like, commands his um his touring group of like not just dancers not just the musicians but everyone like he knows exactly what is happening at what point in what song and if someone's not doing it right and like michael gets mad (laughs) you know like it's michael jackson knows exactly what goes on in that stage and he controls it like a general and that's why i always use that like he's like the general of that stage because Mm -hmm. he has his army of you know music makers and and rump shakers, you know, to uh, to to entertain you. And um, if you're playing as a solo, then you have to kind of be a general to yourself. You have to make sure that you're prepared. You have to have the right artillery, you know, to uh, to to make sure that everyone has a good time. Really, that's that's my best advice. <laughs> it's fun, but don't forget to have fun because really, that's what it is. And um, mm-hmm. I tell people this a lot when people come up to us like after the show and stuff, like, "Oh, that was you know." that was a good show or whatever and we'll i'll just tell them I'm like hey you know like especially like oasis shows and stuff um which we play at every wednesday here on Koi. i'll just tell them that like it worked technically at work <laughs> you know what well, might as well have fun like it's either you have a uh, junk time at work or you have a good time at work so i try to make every you know every time i'm at work quote unquote to be like super fun so that it doesn't feel like it
2: yeah yeah uh yeah i was gonna also say too Mm. that uh we you know we told people for the open mic to get two songs Mm. prepared
3: Mm
0: -hmm.
2: but uh yeah like don't feel like you have to stick to those two songs Mm -hmm. too right because you might get called on after yeah if if we don't have enough people yeah or like you know if you're playing you play your first song Mm. and you're like oh that went pretty well or like oh Mm -hmm. uh, you know whatever and you know another song, and you have that, you know, you, you can also, you know, you can play that song. Yeah. And you're kind of feeling the mood and you're like, I think even though I have this other song prepared that I thought I was going to do, but I, I can play this other song and I, it just feels right for this particular song. Just go with your gut feeling and go with like you know what you think at the time mm-hmm. will
0: play well because
1: like yeah that's <laughs> that's, that's how Aldrin does it yeah. for, every yes. yeah, for every gig. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we have we
0: come in with a plan,
1: but if if it's like oh that's, you want to hear that yeah we, we got it <laughs> yeah. yeah also I I feel like open mics are a little bit different so Mm -hmm. like if i was to do a two-song set where i was hired to be there Mm -hmm. i would choose songs different than i would for for, for an for mic show because i remember like when it was before we started ukulele underground Mm -hmm. um we were going to the open mic at volcano joe's yeah 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 yeah. 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 and so so i was my training grounds (laughs) yeah so i would go into the the open mic with a like a different mindset Mm -hmm. like instead of doing sort of like the, the layout that you yeah. had yeah um that would be something like if i was hired for to play mm. some some music i would ramp it up you know in mm. the same way mm. but like for the open mic i was thinking of it more like i would i would start off with a song that i knew pretty well mm. and i knew that like audiences generally liked
3: mm.
1: or like you know like it's not something that i liked and yeah. i thought the audience would enjoy mm. and then And then once I established that, okay, I can play music. They know that I can play music. (laughs) Mm. Then my second song would usually be something that I'm working on. And then I just want to like try it out, mm. like because the the audience is on board already. Yeah, they're like, oh, we and know they, what you can play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they won't judge me. You, you just kind of preempt. Yeah. It. You you yeah. kind of say on, on the microphone like, mm. oh, um, here's something I'm working on, or here's mm. here's a song that I, I'm I'm writing now. Mm-hmm. And I just want to get you guys' reaction yeah. and um and. Talk to me after the show, or after I'm I'm mm-hmm. done, and and give me some feedback because I would like that. Yeah, you know. And so so I sort of use my second song as mm-hmm. like a well, like they already know what I can play, so mm-hmm. like I'm just gonna throw this one out there because mm-hmm. it's a good chance like to t- test out this song, mm-hmm. see if I can actually pull it off in front yeah. of people, and like they won't judge me mm-hmm. because they kind of know already <laughs> that yeah, I can play, I right?
0: So yeah that's that's good too just you know just get the um the the common thread is the audience i always think about like you know the audience yeah and who you're playing for and yeah. stuff that's that's really it you know if, if you satisfy the audience that's that's the goal really mm-hmm. <laughs> like for uh, for people to have a have a good time with your music you know
1: yeah and then yeah. open mics too, like, you know, even if you mess up, mm. like the they're they're yeah. not there to heckle you or no, anything. No, they're no, no. they're sitting at an open mic. They don't expect it to be like <laughs> perfect, right? If <laughs> they're like in suits and tie, like, oh, I oh, thought no, no, this no. was <laughs> I paid way too much <laughs> 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 Volcano to-, to be here.
3: the other
2: thing to think about, like with at least with our open mic right is i would say probably half the people at our open mic are also there to play right Mm -hmm. so while you're playing uh they're probably listening and they're having fun and they're enjoying it but in their back of their head they're probably thinking oh no it's like my turn is gonna come up like am i you know they're thinking about themselves playing too so you know if you mess up it's not gonna stick to their their you know yeah. they're not gonna yeah, remember they are, it
1: they're thinking about mm-hmm. because they're too
2: worried about like what they're how yeah. they're gonna perform too yeah. so yeah. and then
1: yeah. also it's like you know if somebody else messes up then they're gonna they're gonna clap and support yeah. them because like yeah. you know when i go on stage yeah, i, I hope people to just clap for me i hope people <laughs> yeah i hope people support me too even yeah. if i mess up so yeah just keep going if you mess up just keep going who cares
0: or you can even build it into the thing you know like yeah it's uh yeah that that's been something that we do all the time <laughs> <laughs> even today Play it twice last night <laughs> yeah i
1: forgot which, which do you remember what happened last night uh, i was like i guess that's how it is now <laughs> it was it was a song that we played like pretty often and i just missed the chord all <laughs> oh, twice i wasn't talking about that i was talking about another but yes that one that's i'll be your baby today <laughs> oh yeah 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 yeah. i forgot like <laughs> i for one chord i temporarily forgot what key yeah. we were in mm-hmm. And then I did it again, <laughs> <laughs> on the same part because I was overthinking it. Yeah, so
0: don't worry. But it was okay. Like in audience, nobody, didn't care. cared. Yeah, nobody cared. Nobody cared. Yeah. Nobody cared. It was cool. So
1: it was yeah, just have a good I, time.
2: Really. Yeah. When mm-hmm. when I w- went to watch you guys, mm-hmm. there I mean, it's, you know, you guys. It's not really like a mess up, but there's just something where yeah. I think like you missed a slide or something. Yeah and for sure like (laughs) you know when when you do that during the jam like i feel like we we all like look at each other like oh yeah we saw that (laughs) and so i looked and sure enough you like you and Aaron were looking at each other and i I was just like smiling but then i looked over to everybody else
0: in the restaurant and nobody else yeah yeah Yeah. that's always how it is so yeah always always check out your audience my favorite audience moment um, when I was starting out, like I just started playing like body surfing and I just started kind of figuring out how to like make that song really like, you know, explosive, um, is, is the audience members that are just like talking like this and all of a sudden it's like, what is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my favorite audience reaction is like, <laughs> we're doing this, you know, where I'm eating right now or whatever it may be. And then all of a sudden they stop everything they're doing and then they do one of these. Yeah. I live for that moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Live for that moment. my favorite moment in the entire show. We're like, okay, this, this, this guy's got my attention. I'm listening now, you know, yeah. like stopping everything that I'm doing, watching this guy. It's cool.
1: Yeah, there's a couple that comes to, they <laughs> comes to Kauai for yeah. like six months out of the year mm-hmm. and they watch us at every show that, yeah, that they're Every here. Wednesday. And I think that's their favorite moment too. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. yeah, watching everybody. Yeah, cause usually you'll, you'll do your first couple opener songs and then you'll do like an instrumental. Once mm-hmm. you hit the instrumental, it's usually something that, that evokes that reaction yeah. and so they're like waiting <laughs> they know what's gonna happen already they've been to enough shows they like look around and then see see the other tables if yeah. they turn or not and i think i think they'll they'll gauge the audience too yeah. based off of that that's fun it's fun yeah so there there you have it that's that's our formulas for uh for
0: short sets and long sets that's you know if you, if you ever watch us live and we're playing a 45-minute show or something at a festival. You're like, watch this. He's going to slow it down. <laughs> been, yeah. it's been a couple songs now, so he's going to slow it down. Right. And then it's the, right in the middle, he's going to ramp it. He's going to yeah. play Europa. Maybe I guarantee he's going to play He'll Europa. probably
2: <laughs> play this song. <laughs> we we And we talked about uh, our open mic, right? Like mm-hmm. to use it as a uh, practice for mm-hmm. making a set list and stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you also don't want to like think about it that hard and you're just like, I just want to play these two songs because it's fun for me. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, that's perfectly fine too. We're We're not, we're not holding you to Mm -hmm. it. We're not going to. We'll have our, our, our yeah. scoreboards there, and um, oh, yeah. I see th- this song selection seven <laughs> uh, Your performance was very good, but uh, I would disagree with the song selection. We're not going to do that, right? Like, no, we're, we're just happy that you're playing. So yeah, you were yeah.
1: good, but not quite Simone Biles good. Just <laughs> uh, you could Save have it. picked a better opening song. <laughs> yeah, no. that's that's gonna be a tenth yeah. of a point off. <laughs> yeah, so don't worry just have fun really okay
0: so uh we'll see everyone in just a little bit at the open mic but um we do have a brand new lesson out today with our very good friends speaking of friends in the ukulele community mr steve in espanola we did a classic um that that a bunch of people in hawaii should recognize that's just one of those like very recognizable songs that kapena has has done throughout the years we're very very big fans of, uh, of kapena kelly boy and like the entire family and stuff so we did a uh, we, we did a kind of a tribute, you know, song for them. So, "Blue Darling" slash "I'll Be Leaving." Um, that's their arrangement of those two songs. Steven killed it with the uh, with the vocals and the and the falsetto. Ah, uh, just he's his voice is so <laughs> angelic. <laughs> I was. Um, I was trying to sing along with him today just to see if I can reach those same notes. Now as good as Steven. <laughs> now as good as Steven. He's so good. So make sure you check that out. And speaking of which, if you guys live in Hawaii and you guys haven't checked it out yet, but um Kapena does, or he just, uh, or they, or Kelly Boy just opened up the uh, Kapena School of Music. So if you guys are interested in checking that. Or if you're like coming down to Oahu for like, you know, for a week or whatever, book yourself like a, uh, a, a, Class or or a a lesson with uh with, with Kelly Boy. He's he teaches over uh, on Oahu now. Check out the Kapena uh, School of Music that just opened up this past weekend. So it's brand new and um, yeah, learn a song or two from one of the legends of uh, of of the Hawaiian music business. It's really do, really really cool. Do you know where on Oahu it is? Uh I think Windward Mall. Oh, yeah, because yeah, they're next Mall. door to to Kanilea like, Kanilea yeah. shop so So windward mall um check them out i think they might do walk-ins i don't i'm not sure you know this this is so new i don't have all the information and stuff but i just wanted to let people know this i think it's like uh i don't know if they do virtual stuff but i know definitely they do like um you know in in person kind of classes and whatnot so if you're ever in town like that's you know learn one from the legends that's we always encourage people to learn as much as possible and that's like definitely one teacher you might want to learn from
2: so yeah, some uh, one of our students went to the one of their classes or mm. one of Kelly Boy's classes. Yeah. So and I think they, I'm not sure if they're doing it currently, but they're also planning like Hawaiian stuff too, right? Cool. Like not Yeah, just that's ukulele. awesome. Yeah. So
0: so yeah. brush up on your Hawaiian. Brush up on your uh, on your pidgin because uh, Kelly Boy talks some pretty pretty <laughs> <Yeah>. thick <laughs> pigeon English. <laughs> so, yeah. Brush up on your pigeon English.
2: If you're not, if you listen to people speaking pigeon, and you're like, well, I don't know, <laughs> it was like maybe don't go there for your first lesson. But <laughs> I'm sure if you go, you'll you'll still have fun. You still have fun, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's You
0: know, it's it's you learned something. So make sure you check that out. But like I said, brand new lesson um, from from Capena from, from one of our one of our heroes. So make sure you check that out. Uh, what else? What else is new, Kai? Um. That's the open mic tomorrow, Aloha Friday Live Jam. But yeah, just keep it locked in here in Ukulele on the ground. We got some great stuff for you this week, okay? We'll see you in just a little bit for the open mic. Aloha.